If you're juiceless, you're useless. Go Tigers, go Tigers. We are taking the number one spot in the AFC this Sunday. Are you being intelligent? Because I'm not. tell you what it's a great day to be doing a podcast i was like what with the fuck our is he doing? family with my family here what do you say boys i got nick and sam in the house this is the happy hour podcast episode number 16 great to be here with y'all Ooh, man, isn't it great to be here? Nick, what do you think? Well, damn, boys, you know, I, I just, I had me a taste of that gumbo, and I said, damn, I'm I'm right where I'm supposed to be with my family. I'm hungry. You hungry? I'm hungry. No disrespect <laughs> me to anybody in this Screw Brian Kelly. Oh, that's no disrespect. We're just throwing shade at Brian Kelly, because all of a sudden, he makes it down to the south, and within a day, within a day... This man has developed a southern drawl because he is so adapted to the Louisiana spirits. Hey. He's so full of shit, man. He's in the culture now. My goodness. That was quick. Mm-hmm. That was quick. Yeah, he picked it up fast. Real fast. Well, here we are. Episode number 16 of the Jeez. Happy Hour podcast. Jeez. Yep. We just had our uh, championship week of conference championships uh, across college football. There weren't a whole lot of games, um, but we did have picks. And uh, how did those picks go, Nick? All right. So it wasn't our full slate of 12 games this past week. Um, Only had eight of them. Uh, As far as those eight go, um, Sam, you finished at six and two. Let's go. Nicely done. About time. Did I win? Uh, you tied with me. Shit. <laughs> I finished at six and two as well. Uh, oh, Rao, you finished at five and three. Good. Oh, really? Good. What, what was I at? Good. Um, so, just to break it down real quick, uh, Oregon, Utah, we all took Utah, and they smoked them. Um, and then Baylor, Oak State, I took Baylor, you both took Oak State. Damn. Georgia Bama, I took Georgia. You guys both took Bama. Nicely done. Yeah. Uh, Cincy Houston, I took Cincy. Sam took Cincy, and Kyle, you took Houston. So that's where you dropped one. Okay, yeah, I took Houston. Um, we all took Michigan. We all took Pitt. We all took uh, San Diego State, and they lost. So that was another one. Um, um, they play Utah. Utah. Utah State. Utah State. Yeah. Blake Anderson, a pretty. Pretty cool story. Uh, if you guys don't, do you guys familiar with Blake Anderson? Not so, at all. Um, he was the head football coach of Arkansas State last year, and he went through a lot. Um, he lost his wife, I think, to I want to say it was breast cancer. Oh wow! And uh, just a really tough year for him. And then he goes out, kind of hits the reset button on 
probably his whole mental health. Yeah, goes out to Utah State, and uh, he wins the Mountain West in his first year. Well, that's that's cool, him. man. That's yep. cool. Um, last one, uh, UTSA played Western Kentucky. We all took UTSA, and uh, that brings, like I said, Sam, you and I at six and two, Kyle at five and three. Our overall totals to finish out the regular season. I finished at 71 and 26. Damn. Sam, you finished at 61 and 36. And Kyle at 74 and 23. Nicely Man. done, Kyle. Tell you what, if we were betting on games every week, we would have made out. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I agree. So, so um, bull season is coming. Uh, the, the bulls have already been selected. We're not going to do picks this week. Um, we're going to use this episode here to do a special edition of the Happy Hour podcast, College Football Hour. It's going to be the awards show. We're going to do what I'm going to. I'm going to go ahead and proclaim as yeah. the Happy Awards. What do you guys think? The Happy Awards? Yeah, the, you the, know, first, the happies. The first annual happies. Yeah, the we'll first annual the happies. happies. So we ne- next year we got to get a red carpet. We we should. Yeah. Do an invitation. Rope it set it out there on the front. Uh, right. My we'll neighbors see. will be like, what is Nick doing? We'll see who is shows he up. drunk again? We'll see who shows up. If we don't get responses, maybe we'll get like doppelgangers and we'll yeah. get those guys to show up. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'll pay some of my students to come and clap for us. Right. We can like dress up and, and get somebody to like, video us and ask us what we're wearing. Yes. All right. So. We're going to go ahead and kick this episode off with a never-before-done move here, guys. We're going to do a call-in to our buddy TJ. Wow. So. TJ, you the man. All right. Let's go ahead and see if we can get him on here. Hello? Hey, TJ. Can you hear me? What's going on? Yeah, man, I got you. TJ, what's up, buddy? What up, man? Hey, what's up, fellas? Dude, this is uh, this is pretty cool. This is our first time trying this out. And how's everything sound on your end? Sounds good. Yeah, I hear all y'all. All right, man. Good. Cool. Nice. Cool. Well, so, welcome. And you are, uh, besides our buddy Dan that we never uh, put out there, you're our first guest, dude. So uh, glad to have you. Number one fan as well. Yeah. Heck yeah, man! I'm trying to keep you guys uh, updated on some stuff. Well, I love I love the Twitter stuff, dude. So keep that coming. Kind of like I said last week. You you you've oh, been yeah. you dude. You've definitely been the most interactive with us, and we appreciate that. But uh, dude, how how you been? Been good, man. Just working. You know how it goes. Working all the time. Trying to just trying to stay busy. You know, keep going. Yep. Quick yep. question for you. Yeah. I, I can hear a little bit of your southern drawl there. Um, <laughs> did, did Brian Kelly teach you that? No. <laughs> I think I taught him. <laughs> <laughs> My man. I love it. Dude, I, I tell you what, man, it's good to hear from you. I don't, I don't, you know, it's been, we haven't talked to each other like this probably since, what, 2013 or 14? Oh, geez. Yeah, probably 13, I would say. Yeah, man. So it's it's good it's good to hear from you. You too, brother. And uh, if you're ready, we just want to get a little. Uh, this is this is kind of like the idea that we had getting this thing started was getting a lot of fan involvement. So yeah. so tell us who are your who are your teams? 
So uh, college-wise, I'm Florida Gators all the way through football, basketball, and baseball. I kind of keep close tabs more on basketball or uh, baseball and football. Wow, right, um, cool. And then so Atlanta Braves, obviously. Uh, okay, so, so world champions. Yeah, oh, of course. Man, Congrats! I was screaming at the TV. <laughs> <laughs> now, can I ask real quick what what led you to be a, a Florida Gator fan? So short story, you know, we lived in a neighborhood. Uh, there was a guy, um, he was a little bit older than me, but he was a Florida Gator fan. And I used to stay with his parents. They used to watch me as a kid. And he would, like, get like give me, like, Florida Gator hats and whatnot. So yep, yep. Just rubbed off just, on you. You know, just a little kid, like two, three years old. And then ever since. Yeah, dude, I, I can appreciate That's that. That's cool. Uh, one of the reasons, yeah. I, uh, you know, probably the main reason I'm a Michigan fan is because you know, growing up in Ohio, I was I I went to church, and one of the one of the youth group leaders uh, that that we had, he uh, the first game I ever remember going to was a Michigan Ohio State game at the church, and I show up, and this guy's got a Michigan helmet, he throws it on my head, he starts banging my head around, you know, and I'm like, this is this is awesome, like he's somebody I looked up to, so I can kind of relate to that. Oh yeah, man, it's just it's just something that's been there forever. I mean, everybody's trying to convert me, you know, because my whole family's Georgia fans. No, you're, I think what, it kind of pushed me away from being Georgia. Just keep being Florida, dude. I I can. I mean, I think I can relate. To yeah, that. you can oh, definitely relate sure. to that for sure. So, where where are you from in in Georgia? Uh, Columbus, Georgia. It's uh, it's like smack dab in the middle. We're like mid uh, west. We're like right on the Alabama border. Yep. Oh, okay. Okay. I'm born born and raised. And. Uh, and 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 you and you're a Marine Corps veteran, Marine Corps vet. So you know we appreciate that. Obviously, thank you for your service, brother. Oh yeah, th- thank y'all for your support. So um, let me t- let me ask you this: How did it feel seeing the Braves win the World Series? Dude, I mean, I almost was in tears. I mean, I was. <laughs> me and my wife were up watching the game. We were like screaming. I couldn't even sit down. I was running all over the freaking living room. <laughs> When Solaire hit that home run, I was about to run through the wall. <laughs> I mean, I was jacked. I mean, I was so jacked. I was like, "Give me on the field, I'll play." <laughs> Let's go now. I couldn't imagine that feeling. Oh man, I can't wait to experience that. But a little this or that question for you, real quick, TJ. Okay. Would you rather experience the World Series or a, a Gator football national championship? Ooh, I would say since I just. We live through Atlanta Braves. I would rather experience a national championship with the Gators because okay, it seems like it's been an eternity. Yeah, well, it hasn't. Well, you've had both, it really right? hasn't. <laughs> were, were, were you as were you as engaged with uh, the Florida Gators back in the Urban Meyer days? I was. I'll be honest with you, not as much as I am now. It seems like you get older, you kind of get more into it. Yeah, uh, for sure. Some people, are, some people are different. They're younger and they're diehards. But I mean, I was a Gators fan, but I couldn't tell you. You know, I could talk like Tebow's on a team, and I knew Chris Lee was quarterback, and you know the right. 06 and then 08. They Percy, Har- Percy Harvin. I mean, Percy Harvin. That was Percy a hell of a Harvin. team, man. That was a hell of a team. Oh my God! I mean, it was just lights out, and then, but I mean, I really wasn't that big into it like I am now. You know, I try to really follow it. I got tons of updates. Get on my phone through Twitter, and just blowing up all the time, just trying to stay involved in it. Yep. yep. Very cool. Very so. Cool. I, I I was a little bit taken back. Uh, Dan, Dan Mullen had 
was this his fourth year or his third year? Yeah, it was his fourth year. It was his fourth year, and now he had taken he had taken Florida to three straight New York Six Bowls. He he damn near took him to the college football playoff by almost beating Bama last year. Almost beating Bama this year, right? Yeah. So I mean, what, what I are forgot your, about that. Now yeah. before before we get into Billy Napier, what were your how do you, what do you think about Dan Mullen? How do Florida fans feel about Dan Mullen? So, I was shocked at first to hear he was getting fired already. I was thinking I was fully expecting him to hire a defensive coordinator and then try to see what he had next year. But going back to it, I started thinking about it. I'm like, well, wait a minute. We're in the fourth year. These are all his recruits here. Yeah. And they're not doing anything. You know, they're not. You know, we thought Emmer Jones was going to be our next you know, Tebow or whatever, and he's just not it. I mean, the guy's got an arm, he's got legs, but he can't use it together. He doesn't have – to me, he doesn't have a football IQ because uh, he don't read the field, he makes bad passes, you know, stuff like that. And I'm just – I was just like, man. And then I saw AR go in there, Anthony Richardson, you know, and he's got the flash. You know, he's a game-changer type quarterback. He just needs a little grooming. Right. I think, I think he'll be well on his way. But I don't know, man. I just felt like he was living off of McElwain's recruits because McElwain is a good recruiter, but he was a terrible coach. Yeah. And so I feel like Dan Mullen's a terrible recruiter, but he's a good coach. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. I, would, I would agree with that. He, Dan, Mullen might be, Dan Mullen might yeah. be a little bit more primed for the NFL. Exactly. You know, he's a manager. You know, he, the guys in the NFL are all good. So, you know, yeah. there's no going to be no recruiting. Yeah. So, all right. So you look around the college football world and you see – USC lands Lincoln Riley, and Louisiana State lands Brian Kelly. Um, you know, those are big, big names going to big programs. Florida's a big program. Oh, he's so. You know, did you kind of did you feel like uh, like I, I said on the last podcast? I feel like now looking at it, Billy Napier was, seemed more like kind of a a drop in the water when you compare that. What are right. your thoughts on Billy Napier coming in? And you know, is is the fan base excited? So I was initially like, who is this guy? You know, that's I how know I who, felt too. I was like, man, who is this guy? So I started doing some digging, researching. And then kind of just listening to, you know, the beat talkers talk about kind of how, you know, Scott Strickland was kind of going against the grain, you know, instead of going with these, you know, big cookie cutter names as Lincoln Riley, Brian Kelly's and, you know, those type of guys. It was like, well, let's just go against the grain with somebody. We don't know how high the ceiling could be. Yeah. And maybe putting our eggs in this basket. And if it works, you know, this could be changing the game. You know, then other teams are going to be like, well, wait a minute, maybe we can go for a guy like this, you know. Right. You know, they're going for these big-time names. That, I mean, yeah, they bring a lot of, like, a, a lot of, you know, stuff with them to the college or whatever, the name, the persona, you know, and all that stuff. But I just feel like, you know, with the Lincoln Rileys and the Brian Kelly, I just feel like their ceiling has already pretty much been met. Yeah, know? yeah. yeah well, I, I, I would say at, at the at OU and at Notre Dame, they they probably did reach their ceilings. That's a good point. Now, were were you aware that um, Napier came from the Saban coaching tree? Yeah, so he came from Saban, Saban, and Dabo Sweeney. Oh, okay, okay. I wasn't. I didn't know about That's that. That's pretty good company. Yeah, so I mean, he started with Dabo Sweeney, then he moved over with um, Nick Saban and won a couple of national titles, 
and then he kind of started moving around, and then he landed that coaching job there in Louisiana. Right. Yeah, I I didn't know that he had coached uh, with Saban until the move to Florida. Yeah, when I started looking at him, but like, well, you know, I don't really know his mo. Um, you know, is he a defensive guy or is he an offensive guy? He's an offensive guy. So I started doing. They're starting to hire a bunch of. So they gave him like seven and a half million dollars for coaches. And then they gave him like five million dollars for assistance, and he's planning on hiring like I want to say like forty three total personnel on his because he said he wants to hire an army. Oh damn! Yeah. yeah. And I did see where he made two hires where he's going to have two offensive line coaches, and he's going to be running the plays, uh, calling the plays as OC. And then he's going to have one of the O lines as an assistant. OC, and then he's gonna have another one that's helping him with the quarterbacks. Okay, so let me let me ask you this: um, like Michigan had a, almost a complete turnover in their coaching uh, their coaching staff last year. Uh, Harbaugh, he had a bunch of guys that were they were old school guys, and it was kind of like they were set in their ways. They were older, and I feel like the generation of players that we have now, they don't respond to that as well. They don't get it up as much for their coaches now so like he made a complete change of his staff he was he was pretty much told that he had to he goes in he hires a bunch of coaches that are in their mid-30s that it seems to attract these players more do you feel like that's what napier is doing or do you do you think that's not crucial or like is napier bringing in guys that are going to help these players buy into them or are they kind of like older guys that may be a little more set in their ways. Like I think that's crucial right now in college football. That's what Notre Dame oh, did. Oh, yeah. absolutely. I mean, you got to think you got old guys that are from a totally different generation. Yeah. I mean, it's a generational thing, and you know, Billy Napier. I think he's forty-two, and he's the young coach. And the guys he's bringing in are a lot younger, and they got the fire. You know, they got their own Twitter, social media. You know. They can relate to the kids more so than these older coaches. I mean, look at Nick Saban. He don't he he does some recruiting, but he's like the Flash. You know, he brings all his rings in. Look what I can bring in. Yeah, and he's got younger guys doing all his. You know, he's got the he's got the pedigree already. Exactly. Yep. You know he he's got the titles. He can say, well, look what I'm doing with the quarterback, wide receiver, running backs. I mean. You pick a position, I can put you in the NFL, basically. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you a, I'll give you a ring, and I'll give, you, I'll get you a top two draft, like top two rounds draft and, position. And to, to kind of piggyback off what you were saying, one of the things I really like about the hire, along with you know, I'm obviously a Notre Dame fan. I think in today's college football, yeah, it's great to get the big names, the Lincoln Rileys, the Brian Kellys, but I think there's something. Um, there's something different about getting a coach who hasn't quite experienced it yet and is hungry. Yeah. And the, the vibe I get from Napier is I had, I'd heard his name briefly in different coaching searches and I know he's, uh, you know, he was an up and coming star, but it, it seems like he's one of those young, hungry coaches that's willing to put the work in. And I think kids will respond to that. Right, exactly, and that's and that's kind of like where I was getting at, you know, talking earlier. So he's just he's he, right. He has the hunger. He's already on the recruiting trail. The dude don't seem like he ever sleeps. He's always. I mean, you see photos constantly on Twitter. Him meeting with top recruits that are 
and maybe flip. They're kind of a little on the fence. I mean, he's down there knocking doors down. I mean, trying to get these kids to sign with us. And I mean, that's that's what we gotta have. I mean, we can't have this, you know, half-ass and Mullins type of recruiting that we're doing. Right. Oh, we recruit after the season's over. What kind of comment was that? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. That, that was pretty. Bad. I mean, I think that was uh, the beginning of uh, digging his own grave. And, and I mean, Florida, the Gators are in a in a hotbed. Like you guys should be recruiting up there, top. Five ten every year, you know what I mean? Like you just got to have the guy that's putting in the work. Exactly. I mean, you, you, you just said it perfectly. We're in the hot bed. Most of the people that recruit recruit in Florida. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Those are the hot beds. Do you know what your um, your last class was ranked? I want to say we didn't even break top ten. Right, and that's crucial I mean, if you want to get to the playoff now. Yeah. yeah. We're- I don't. I can't even tell you the last time we've actually had a five-star recruit commit to a Florida. Really? Yeah. There's. If you go back to our recruit, we're a four and three stars guy. Yeah. I mean, um, I mean, Michigan's kind of in that boat too. There's usually at least one five-star a year, but for it's predominantly four and three stars. I figured Florida might have been like a two to three five-star range, but you would think so. Yeah. Yeah. They should yeah, be. Nothing. I mean, we had we got. Um, uh, Bowman, he transferred running back transferred from Clemson. And he was a he was a prior five star, but he didn't commit to us. He committed to Clemson. Yeah. Well, and, and and on top of that, right now the Miami program is down. Yep. The Florida State program is down. It is prime pickings in the state of Florida. Somebody's just got to step up and put you in can the work. Capitalize for sure, I, right? Yeah. Now. And, and I and you know. The little bit that I've researched on Napier, I think he's going to do it, man. I, I'm I'm excited for you, and and for the Gators. I, I think he's a good hire. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely excited. I'm ready to see what you know how we're going to look, you know, in the next couple of years. I give him about two three years probably for really starts popping off. Yeah, I, I I know you're I know you're probably tight on time. How much time do we have with with you left? Um, I mean, we got about ten, probably ten minutes or so. Okay, yeah. It, so it's it's um it's weird. I heard this today uh, when the state of Utah, uh, their combined wins from their 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 football programs in Utah. Uh, there's three big programs in Utah: BYU, Utah State, and Utah. They had thirty wins combined, and in the state of Florida, you know. USF, UCF, Florida, Florida State, Miami, maybe I'm missing one in there. Their combined win total was 26. Whoa. So it's a talent-rich state. You know it's there, and you just need Billy Napier to go in and uh, and, and loot the, the state of yep. recruits like, like Lincoln, Lincoln Riley's already doing in Los Angeles. Oh, I know. It's crazy. I mean, it's going to be – it's going to be a wild year, SEC. Especially, it's going to be real wild when Oklahoma and Texas move into the SEC. Mm-hmm. And, and that's a that's an interesting little transition there. Um, what are, what are your thoughts on Texas and Oklahoma coming? Like, uh, I like I'll give you mine. I think they're going to get their ass beat. Yeah, no doubt. What are you doing? Like, what are they, what are they? What is Texas thinking? You're, you're walking away from. <laughs> you're walking. You're walking away Preach, from. Brother. You're walking away from. Uh, you know, a better position to get into the college football playoff, and 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 you're walking into the SEC where, I mean, 
Look, you're going. Texas is going five and seven in the Big Twelve, and Oklahoma for the first time didn't make it to the big the Big Twelve championship game. What's going to happen when they go into the SEC? Oh, we're going to get slaughtered. They're going to be another Vanderbilt, right? Right. Yeah. Or another right. bottom feeder. Yeah. You know, Texas A and M. They're making a push, and they're probably making their best push right now with their current recruiting. But I, I got a quick question because I I don't know a ton about the SEC. I'm guessing both Oklahoma and Texas are going to be in the SEC West. Yes. Is so, it, is so it going what, to cause a realignment? Yeah, so what, yeah. what I'm speculating Sorry. is they're mm-hmm. just going to run it down the uh, Mississippi River, and they're just going to split it and have Alabama-Auburn slide in the east, and then the west will just – Really? Mm. That's what I'm thinking. Whoa. If, if Alabama-Auburn go to the east, you talk oh. about making that conference even more – like impressive and competitive. Well, wow, that'd be wild. I think that immediately shifts the power to the east if yeah. that happens, right? hundred yep. percent. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, well, it's a total shift of power. East is down. I mean, only good team come out of east is Georgia. Right, right. Right. Georgia, you know, Florida had a couple of years there. Tennessee seems like they're in forever free fall and never gonna recover. Now, oh, TJ, yeah. is that is that something that's official or I speculation? That's all speculation. Okay. I there's speculations on anything um, other than that. But I mean, but they have to realign somehow, right? They have like, to. yeah. You can't yeah, add two teams to one side and right. just leave it. Right. And I've heard also heard other talks of like Vanderbilt and Mizzou wanting to join the ACC as well. Yeah, that which would be good me. for the conference. Get them out of there. Yeah. Oh, I mean, because they're just baseball. I mean, if you Vanderbilt's baseball, that's that's all they yeah. do. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Baseball and nerds, right? That's about it. Nerds. <laughs> yeah. So, okay, let me let me shift this a little bit. Um, what are your thoughts on the final college football playoff settings? We got one through four: Bama, Michigan, Georgia, Cincinnati. What are your thoughts on on, on the playoff? I mean, I just feel like Cincinnati is going to get slaughtered. I yeah. Mean, yeah. I like them being in there. You know, they put their dues in. They had a good win against Notre Dame, you know, at Notre Dame. I think they played in Notre Dame, right? Yeah. That was a home. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they played Notre Dame in, Notre in Dame. South Bend. Yeah. So, I mean, that was a quality win, but that was the only really thing they had. I mean, I just – God, I mean, I would have liked to see Michigan jump to one. I would like to see Bama go two. And then Georgia three, and then Cincinnati four. So you wanted the rematch then? Oh heck yeah! I want to see another rematch. Yeah, I, I think it'll be a rematch for the Natty. Yeah, see, I I agree I with you. I I kind of thought it would be more fitting to put them in the semi semifinals because they've already played each other. But you got to think that the ESPN and the SEC they have this uh, they have this love affair with each other. They well, and, they're making TV shows too. SEC literally has stakes in ESPN, and ESPN has the contract to the college football playoff. So, how well does it benefit ESPN if it's a Georgia Bama rematch? And I know this is coming from a from guys up in the Big Ten, but would you would you kind of agree with that? That there's there's probably a little bit of a political decision there. A hundred percent agree. Um, I was thinking the same thing as far as that goes because they want another rematch in the national championship because they like that Cinderella story where Georgia lost from two to twenty six, Alabama walked away, and I mean it's just Tua comes out of nowhere and emerges himself into 
a Heisman candidate just yeah. off a pass play. I mean, it's just it's one. Of the, it's just bull crap because I'm tired of hearing the same damn narrative every you know every year. I'm ready to see an 18 playoff, one extra yeah. game, get the five conference champions plus three wild cards, and call it a day. You know what? I'm I'm glad you mentioned that because I'm in the I'm in the same boat as you. I think eight teams is the is the right mm-hmm. fit. I know Nick is in the 12. He's in the 12 team uh, realm. I think I I like eight. I like eight. So it sounds like we're gonna get twelve based off of uh, the rumors flying around. But uh, look, I know you're getting tight on time. I'm, so I'm I'm gonna let you go here in just a minute. But but one last thing I want to ask you is tell me what the 2022 Florida Gators do. Uh, what what what's their what's their outcome when we come to this time next year? I think we're probably gonna have a very similar year. Um, as to what we had, I think we'll be like a, you know, six and six or seven and five team. You know, we're trying to, it's completely overhauling the whole structure of Florida. You know, we're going away from the cookie cutter, big coach, you know, all that good stuff. So it's kind of, it's going to take us some time, but I mean, it's going to be like a six, six, seven, five. I mean, it may surprise me, you know, they may go you know, 10 and two or some crazy crap. Yeah, but, yeah. Yeah. They might. I mean, Michigan was two and four and they surprised me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I'm, I think, I think we'll beat Georgia next year because okay, I'm going to go ahead and call it, but I, I, like, I it. like that. I love it, dude. I just think that we'll have the edge. I think Georgia's losing a lot and they're not going to have a quarterback because I think Kirby Smart is going to make the dumb decision of bringing in Stenson Bennett again over JT Daniels and JT Daniels is out of here. You know, he still got a year of eligibility, and he wants to make it to the pros. So, all right, man, that's my hot take. I all love right. it, dude. Like deal. I like it. Hey, uh, I'm going to let you go. Uh, our listeners don't know that you you took your time out of your out of your work break to do this. So, uh, we appreciate yeah, that. Thank this was, you. This was awesome, dude. This was, was really great. this was really good. Yeah, I had a great time. Hopefully, I can do it again. This is maybe I have more time for sure, buddy. Hey, we will definitely do this again. Uh, you you are really good at this and and this was this was fun so i appreciate your time dude we're gonna go ahead and let you go and uh i'll, I'll talk to you soon bud cool man we'll see y'all later thanks tj see tj thanks man bye all right that was really cool that was great yeah that was fun that, well that went really well so you know look that that right there what we just did getting a different perspective man yeah. that's cool that is something that I had in mind when we had first started this, mm-hmm. and I and I won't I won't lie to you, it kind of got away from me a little bit in the midst of, uh, you know, we're in episode sixteen, and uh, from the start of this, we always wanted to involve other fan bases, yeah. other fans. This is a fan podcast, exactly. You know, we we've always planned on that. Yeah, so that was that was cool. Yeah, really enjoyed that. So that was I'll, some good insight too. I'll say it again. Oh, and um, guys. TJ, I didn't give him a chance to shout out. TJ has a YouTube channel, um, Watson Outfitters, I believe is is the YouTube channel. Um, he does a lot of he does a lot of fishing. Um, he puts it out there on YouTube. Good, really good content. So if you like if you like fishing and, and anything outdoors, get on YouTube and follow Watson Outfitters. Follow Watson Outfitters on on Instagram. And what's his Twitter handle, Nick? I'm looking that up real quick because. Um He's also very active on uh, Twitter. His Twitter handle at Watson Outfitter. 
Yeah. So check him out, man. I, him and I are always chatting on Twitter, uh, joining the conversation. Go give him a follow. Um, he, he's a good dude. That was my first time talking to him. Well, not face voice to face, to voice. but voice to voice. Right, yeah. So uh, I, I feel great little, guy. I feel a little bad. I didn't give him a chance to shout out his YouTube channel, but hopefully I got that right. And if I didn't, I will. What's that? Is that him? The 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 face. Yep, that's him. Okay. Yep. So um, pit vipers, baby. If <laughs> if I am not getting it right right now, I will make sure to put it in the description of this episode. Yeah. Uh, so that you guys For can sure. go and, and follow TJ. So that was really fun. Yeah. So, um, okay, let's go ahead and get into. Uh, we already did our picks, right? We already did a review of the picks. Yep. So, we're gonna do the happy hour awards here, in in, in just a few minutes. But um, one thing I wanted to do because the regular season is over, the bowl season is coming. I wanted to get a couple minutes review of each of our teams on the season. You know, so. If you're ready, Sam, give me a review of the 2021 Buckeyes. Uh, they sucked, then they were really good, and then they sucked again. <laughs> so give me... <laughs> I love when you do takes like this. It cracks me up every time, I'll, I'll say this. Give me, uh, give me one word to describe the season. Hmm... One word, man. Disappointing. That's that's what I thought it was going to be. It shouldn't be, though, man. I, well, it was. When you dude. think about, we were in the shit. Yeah. Then you blow it to Michigan. But you guys are you're a young team, young quarterback, a lot of young talent. I I will be very upset next year if we do the same shit. Yeah. Because. You get another year under these kids' belts, and I mean, I, it's a young, right, it's a young team. I think we have a shot to win it all next year, is what I think. Uh, yeah, you you probably do. I mean, look, you're Ohio State. You're you're loaded. You guys have a shot every year. You're loaded with talent. Um, it's young talent right now, and it's a, and it's you know, I, I I thought disappointing was a proper word because you look, you are Husset. You have dominated the Big Ten for the last yeah, and, fifteen and, years. And you expect to. Um you know, the beginning of the season Stroud came out, you know, iffy. But he's a freshman. Yeah. And then he just lights the world on fire. And all of a sudden you're thinking, oh shit, we could do this. Yeah. You know? Um our defense is what held us back this year. And we just could not stand up and stop Michigan and that's where our season went down the drain so it was disappointing just because it got to the point where you're like yeah we're we're pretty damn good I think we have a shot yeah but um go ahead real quick kind of going away from this past season and and looking forward to the offseason and next year are there any changes that you want Ohio State to make as far as you know personnel personnel coaches or is it more of let's just build on what we got? And no, I, yeah, I think it's more of a build on what you have already. Um, I don't know what else you could change, honestly. Right. I mean, what I, are you going to do? Throw some more young kids in next year? Um, you kind of have what you have right now. Yeah, I yeah. think unless there's some crazy recruit that comes in, it's just a freak or right. you know something like that. But yeah, right now, I mean, they're young. Our our secondary, we're all freshmen, sophomores. 
So, are any of those receivers coming back? Uh, Jigba is going to be coming back. He will be. Okay, yeah. So he'll, he'll be. He'll be. Is, the, is that the by choice or is it because he's, he's only a sophomore? No, he's sophomore. Okay. Um, Damn. But yeah, Garrett and Olave will be gone. Okay. So, Jigba will be our number one. Um, I think Fleming's going to be the number two. I, I had heard and some rumors have, that Fleming was looking to transfer. Oh, have really? you heard well, that? No, I haven't. But um, I, I unless and that, some, that that's just unless rumors. something happened with uh, Marvin Harrison Jr., then we'll have those three. So I know the Re- co- receiving core should be okay. No, I, they're always going to be okay with. I know line. the quarterback room has already gotten smaller. Yeah. Um, uh, Jack Miller. Jack Miller has Jack Miller has entered the Ewers, transfer sorry. portal, and then uh, Ewers, the big time recruit, um, came in, made came his money, and dipped. <laughs> exactly, Ta- came in, came took in the massive 17, nil deal, got now, a mill, and uh, said, "See ya." Would you give up your your senior year of college to go make a couple mil and of high school? You mean or senior year of high school, and then. Uh, make your money and I feel like I would of course I can't blame the dude <laughs> I mean he he was probably coming in thinking all right we're all freshmen I'll have you know a what? shot and then Stroud just blows up and you know Heisman yeah. candidate and he's like well shit I ain't gonna win this next year yeah. I'm just I'm gonna, gonna say, win that job I, I think if you're that talented he was like the number one player in the country he was the second highest recruit of all time behind Trevor Lawrence yeah so I, I think at that point your senior year of high school, man, go be a kid, have yeah. fun. Yeah. I, but that, that's yeah, just, that's a I, fair. I don't know. That's a fair point. You're gonna have plenty of time to make millions if you're that good. I think yeah. it's a that's a very difficult decision for a 17 year old. But and I I don't feel like I can fault you either way. Well, I mean, you probably have parents behind you pushing you to do that. <laughs> go think? get them millions. Yeah, yeah go yeah. go make them millions and yeah. buy me a house. Yeah. Yep. But uh, what do you think about UM? Uh. I, you know, the one word I would have is, is it's all just a bit of disbelief for me. Mm-hmm. Like it's a, I think I'm still shocked. Yeah. Uh, coming off of a two and four year uh, during during the 2020 COVID year where it seemed like almost the, the lowest of the lows, almost like Rich Rod days. And then yeah. uh, to come out and uh, have the season that we had to – win the Big Ten for the first time outright since 2004 to beat Ohio State in what felt like a comfortable fashion, to have the players like Aiden Hutchinson on the team leading them, and to see the, going su- to win the Heisman. To see the success in the in the running game. It's 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 a bit of disbelief, man. I just I can't I did not see this coming. Um, it's no. been it's been pure bliss for me this year. I mean, a year that I'll probably never forget. And uh, I just hope that they use it and build off of it. Yeah. The 2022 recruiting class concerns me a little bit. Where are you guys ranked at? I think right now it's 15, which isn't where we need to. But you which know what? Isn't that's where we should be. That's not terrible. It's not the worst, but. If you want to compete again against Ohio State, you have to get up there. Yeah. 
but um, but 2023 2024 is where you guys will capitalize on this year 2022 is pretty much already done 20, this, yeah the yeah. first the first signing day is coming up in december than, 13th yeah. yeah 13th so uh, 2023 looks to be pretty good right now okay. uh, i'm thinking it'll probably end up being a top 10 class um but the 2022 class concerns me um I'm, I'm a little concerned about where the defense goes next year, but yeah, dude, if I just, I still can't believe it. You know, I, I went to Indianapolis and I went to the game. We, well, we all went to Indianapolis. Yep. You boys hit up the, the casino. Yep. Yes, um, sir. But, um, is Ojabu back? I, Ojabu will go to the draft. Oh, okay. I didn't know how old he was. He'll be going to the draft. He's looking like a late first round pick. So, I mean, I'm just uh, I'm enjoying it. I'm yeah. gonna enjoy it as long as I can, and uh, no, just you guys hope, could just hope that they make can it to the natty. Retool. We could. I mean, there's an opportunity, so we'll, we'll see where it goes. You know what I mean? So with that, we'll just turn it over to Nick, and Nick can give us his thoughts on the Notre Dame 2021 season. Um, <clears throat> as far as if I had to describe it in one word, um. I guess I would say uh, interesting. Um, <laughs> it was, wasn't it? It, it really was. You know, it, this was one of those years where it was always laid out as a rebuilding year. You know, we had lost a lot of talent to the NFL draft the year before. You know, had a, a grad transfer quarterback. Um, we struggled early. Um, had some had some close close games um but to be sitting here at you know 11 and 1 had a shot to make the playoffs um i i'm i'm happy i i didn't i didn't think we were going to win 11 games this year so um you guys play oklahoma state right yeah you got that yeah we got we have oklahoma state um in, in the fiesta bowl and it, i think it's a good matchup i would have rather had michigan state I think we would have matched up a little better with Michigan State. Um, but all in all, you know. That our, doesn't satisfy the TV revenue ratings yeah. to keep it regional. Yeah, no, you're right. Um, but, you know, our, our head coach, <laughs> you know, ha- had us in a, a chance to get in the playoffs and he, and he left us and. At first, I was I was bummed about that, but as of right now, I couldn't. I don't think there's ever been this much excitement around the Notre Dame football program in my lifetime. Um, I, I think people are genuinely. That's probably true, man. I I, I I've never seen it. Yeah, we we I have. I think a, it's going to be a different program. We have a out. we have a young. He's 35 years old. But he is an up and coming rock star of a coach, and the kids love him. Mm-hmm. The fans love him. Everybody at Notre Dame loves them. And, so, so and did, did we formally uh, announce on here that who who we're talking about? Marcus Freeman. Okay. Yeah. I, I, just, I didn't that. know if we said it, but Marcus Freeman has been named the the head yeah. coach of Notre Dame. Yeah. And uh, you know, I, I think part of what got him this job was he's just a tireless recruiter. And I mean, we're sitting here in 2022. We have the number five recruiting class. I thought it was two. I thought you guys were number two. Well. 2022 is number five. You go to 2023, and uh, we are number two. Only, oh, okay. Only behind Georgia. 
we've already got one five star committed and five. Yeah, and, okay, that's the one I was thinking. And five four stars. So, you know, I, I I think he's the kind of guy that you know I watched his his press conference, and even if I wasn't a Notre Dame fan, I, I would want to play for that guy. Like he he just seems like a genuinely good dude, and so. As far as my year in review, you know, it, it was pretty damn good for a rebuilding year. I hope we cap it off with a win in the Fiesta Bowl, but you will. It, it, as far as the future goes for this program, I could not be more excited, and I think Indy Nation probably feels the same way. And uh, Brian, who like Marcus Freeman, we trust. So love you, dude. I like it. Yeah, I like it. I think Notre I'm gonna be da- a damn Notre Dame fan. From I now think on. Notre Dame has some. Let's go. Uh, I think Notre Dame has some exciting days ahead. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, I'm excited to see what comes out of it. I'm. I think you guys are gonna come out and beat the hell out of the Cowboys just to kind of make a statement. I'm well, worried about Week One next year. Well, I think <laughs> I kind of feel bad for Oklahoma State. They were expecting to make the playoffs. Missed it by a couple of inches. Literally. And, and now they got to go play the Fiesta Bowl with a team that lost their head coach and is now hungrier than ever. <laughs> like, yeah. That, that, that's an unfortunate situation for them. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, man, his, his, second, uh, his second game as head coach will be in Columbus, Ohio. His alma mater. His alma mater against <laughs> – the Ohio State Buckeyes, who will probably be one of the top four favorites to win the Natty next year. So it, it, it's going to be fun. I feel like I feel like this dude wouldn't want it any other way, though. You know, I, I agree with you, man. I, yeah. he, he's got something about him, dude. He's just a swagger to him. He does, dude. He, and I feel like this is kind of like what I, I look was, at that dude. And I'm like, that dude is cool as shit. This is kind of what I was getting at with uh, with. TJ, when I was talking yeah. about the coaches that you're yeah. bringing in, like, like I feel like it's this generation of players. These are the coaches that they're drawn to. These are the, yeah. these are the guys that they want to go out and, and battle for for 60 minutes on, like, the, on the gridiron. Marcus Freeman is that guy, and yeah. now he's the head. I mean, of, like, the, of the Notre Dame program. Like I, yeah. I, I think the Notre Dame football players like Brian Kelly, but I don't think they like would have cheered for him as he came into you know what I mean like he, he was just kind of like a CEO like a head yeah, figure yeah, yeah. like I, I think Marcus Freeman I, these dudes absolutely love this guy they, they feel like he's one of them yeah and when coaches put themselves in the situation that they're there with them they're in the they're in the thick of it with them yeah mm-hmm. well that's players respond to exactly that. and one of the funniest things was Brian Kelly in, in his press conference was like I've been known to be a bit of a players coach like, no, you haven't, bro. I, I, I've never really looked at him that <laughs> and, way. You in know? what press conference? For and, LSU? In his LSUs. Are you and, kidding me? And, and then Notre Dame. Well, he was there, and he was well, talking oh, yeah. about it. You know? Well, well the, the, what a great troll was, you know, he had said that, and then Notre Dame put out the video of Marcus Freeman coming into the locker room and all the kids going just nuts. Yeah. And they just put the only caption – a player's coach. Right. Oh and I was like, God. let's go, that's Andy. Kinda, that's awesome. That's kind of like the uh, Lincoln Riley. He's saying that this is going to be the mecca. He yeah. Said, he said USC is going to become the mecca of college football. And then there's an OU player that was like, he said that to us last week. Ah, yes, <laughs> dude. That, that was awesome. 
So yeah, yeah man, that's that's my wrap up. I'm excited, but either way, we'll see. Well, I'll say this, guys. Um, to start this year out, I did not think that I thought that you guys would be sitting in good positions at the end of the year. I didn't think I would be. So it's pretty cool that we all and you're sitting in the best position. The best. Well, I don't. You know, we're playing Georgia. So yeah, so, I mean, but you're number two. But yeah, and I think Georgia kind of showed. Maybe they're not as unbeatable as everyone hyped them up yeah, to be. They were vul- like, yeah. ban- or Georgia can't be touched. Well, I've heard um, a lot about, like, what's their best win? Right. They play in the SEC East. Kentucky? Yeah. Yeah. I, Which, ugh. Well, Kentucky, they won 10 games, 10 didn't games, they? Yep. But also in the SEC East. like I, SEC least. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I I don't know. Not not to bring Notre Dame into this, but I'm pretty sure Georgia got their ass kicked by Alabama worse than we did in the playoffs last year. Yeah. Georgia beat so, number three Clemson week one. Well, and we, yeah, they beat and, and Auburn, we saw where Clemson was at. Auburn, right. Arkansas, Kentucky. Those were their ranked wins. Decent, decent wins. Decent, yeah, but. I don't know, man. We'll see. I, all, all these people that are like, Notre Dame doesn't belong in the playoffs because they get, you know, rolled in the playoff games. Georgia, your uh, SEC golden boy, just got beat worse than we did. So, fuck off on that. Okay. So, that's the uh, year in review for our teams. And uh, if you guys are ready, let's go ahead and kick off the happy awards. Give out some happies, boys. The happies. Put that clap on again. Yeah. Here come the happies. Okay. So, (laughs) all right. I wish I had bits to go along with every single one of these, but if we did that, this show would be about two hours and and maybe three hours long. So, I'm going to go ahead and just go down the list that I have here. Okay. And the first happy is going to be the best interview of the 2021 college football season so if anybody this is the college football happy awards show we'll do an nfl one when that comes to a close as well so the nominees that i have for the best interview are brian kelly the moment after the notre dame florida state game when he said (laughs) perhaps the whole team needs to be executed okay the next nominee is lane kiffin when he says uh, he's got an inter- a sideline interview just before the kickoff of the Bama Ole Miss game, and he says, get your popcorn ready, proceeds to pull <laughs> off the headset, so to speak, drop the mic as he tosses it towards the cameraman, and then proceeds to get his ass beat by Bama, 42 <laughs> oh, to 21. That was pretty good, yeah. <laughs> and then the last one that I have here is Lincoln Riley and the uh, – in his most recent game with uh, Oklahoma, where they played uh, Oklahoma State and they were defeated, and during the press conference, he was uh, asked by some of the media, because there's so many rumors flying around about Lincoln Riley going to LSU, what is the update? What is going on with the LSU rumors? And Lincoln Riley proceeds to say, listen, I am not going to be the next football coach of Louisiana State University. Next question. Next question. <laughs> Before. And then he proceeds 
to go to USC, <laughs> which was which is great. So. And, and, and before we give our picks here, have you guys heard the rumors about Lincoln Riley what? coming out of Norman? What? There's some juicy rumors, and again, rumors. There are rumors that he was having not just one but multiple affairs. Oh. With different women oh, that boy. not only work at Oklahoma, oh boy, oh god, but are in and around that area, uh, and, Norman, huh? Norman area, yeah, yeah. But not only that, but it got to a point where there's rumors that the state of Oklahoma is going to file suit against him. What? Yes. I Again, this. these are all rumors. Yeah, I haven't heard this. Because uh, ESPN comes out. ESPN's not going to report it not because it's all rumors. No, yeah. no, no. You need like bar stool for these these juicy yeah. rumors. Oh, yeah. Oh my so God. I wanted to throw that out there. Okay. Why would they file a suit against him? Something about I'd have to go back and read it, but being a state employee or something like that. State employee. Uh, some I, I like, I'd have like to go. A, it's like a code of conduct yeah. violation. Yeah, 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 like yeah. That. Was one of the women like moving up the ladder somewhere? Yes. Okay. So like, like a like fraternization thing. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. That, that, that sort of thing. So there's rumors that he was trying to get out of Dodge. Yeah. Um. But yeah, we'll see. So anyway, sorry, I didn't mean to hijack that. No. I just oh, had no, to throw it in fine. there. I, I had heard report. that. It's interesting. That's yeah. it's, it's interesting. So, guys, give me your votes on the best. Interview <laughs> of the 2021 Contraball season. Is it Brian Kelly's executed comment to execute the team? <laughs> Lane Kiffin's popcorn or Lincoln Riley's um, what, what is, was lie, this, what but not be? so much of a lie. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Is it like a white lie? Is that what it is? It's like I, somewhat yeah. the truth. Like he, he's not, not lying, but he's also not telling the truth. Half truth. I, I think I'm going to go Lincoln just because that's kind of funny. Yeah. <laughs> I, I got to agree. I, the Brian Kelly one was funny. The Lane Kiffin one is in our intro. That's just Lane Kiffin, and that and that's yeah, that's just Lane Kiffin. But I think Lincoln Riley's the okay. The, the so, winner there. All right, so Lincoln Riley is going to take home the first happy. Congrats, with the, Lincoln! Uh, not going to Lincoln, not going to LSU. <laughs> all right, Lincoln, congratulations, <laughs> and hopefully we can get you on the pod we'll if you find one. time with uh, all your side pieces. We'll send the happy with one of your women so. in Norman when she comes out and sees you in LA. <laughs> so my vote, which she my, can drop it off to you. My vote here, which wouldn't have, which wouldn't have uh, mattered anyways, because it was it, you guys already went two in. Yeah, on well, it. mine was gonna, gonna be Lane Kiffin just because yeah. it was like get your popcorn ready and then get and sm- drop the fucking and get. <laughs> smoke well and, and then <laughs> yeah. on top of that it was so funny because the alabama mascot was running around with one of the empty popcorn things on his head <laughs> after the game i was like that's yep. a great troll job yep yep so okay that's yeah funny. first happy goes to lincoln riley okay now the next one that i have on here is going to be the biggest surprise of the 2021 season okay the three that i have if you have one that needs to be added, tell me. Okay? But it's the Clemson struggles. You know? Uh, they've made how many straight playoffs? That's a good one. Yeah, you that, know? that's yep. a big and surprise. And then they come someone out of the gate. The, the ACC championship game this year was Wake Forest versus Pitt. You know, that's not a game that we thought would be without Clemson for a while. Yeah. Uh, the next one I have on here is the is Wake Forest success. You know? It's yeah. another good um, one. 
They well, did, they were they, undefeated till when? I think they started off seven and zero. And that's See, off, I was that's even off. Think, I thought I was it was even more. Thinking it was more like ten and zero. That's yeah. off. That's off. But the cuff. yeah, no, I, I got what you're saying. Um, now they did lose the uh, the ACC championship game to Pitt, but this is a team that you don't think of football when you think of Wake Forest, <laughs> the Demon no. Deacons, right? No. So uh, they come in and they have a great season. They make the ACC championship eight game eight zero. So, yeah. so they start off eight zero. And you know what? Shout out to Dave Clawson. I mean, what a coaching job. <laughs> He, he should have been up there for coach of the year. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure he was, but, yeah, that, yeah. that's impressive to do at a yep. place like Wake. And then uh, I have on here the Lincoln-Riley to USC, which, you know, OU, a huge, stable program, consistently making the playoff, and, and they announced that they're going to go to the SEC. And then the night after you lose to your in-state rival – the news comes out that you're leaving for for Southern Cal. I uh, my vote is uh, for one that's not on there. It's Brian Kelly. Most surprising thing. I mean, you have a chance to get in the playoffs. You're 11 and one, and you dip. Yeah, that was the most surprising thing yeah. this season that happened to me. <laughs> Honestly, man. Oh, I'm sorry. I have one on. I have one else. One other on here. Okay. And that's uh, Kelly Lee's Notre Dame while in contention for the college football playoff. Okay, yeah. Okay. There we go. Sorry, um, I, 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 I must have added this when I was doing the text. Okay. I don't, I, I'm right there with you, Sam. I, I didn't. I, I didn't think there was a chance in hell that something no. like that would have happened. No, I don't think any Notre Dame fan <laughs> thought that. I don't think anybody in college football. Yeah. Thought that was going to happen, like. So, I'm gonna run. Dude. I I agree with you on that, and and I think I have to I have to go with that one. Which one? Which one is it? Brian Kelly. I, the Brian Kelly. I, yeah. I just I, I. So you went with Riley, right? Mm-mm. You went with Kelly. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I just it's so out there, man. So yeah, I, I, I I'm gonna agree with you guys. Okay. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. you're 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 right on the outside. All you need is. Uh, Oklahoma State to win and Bama to lose. Yeah, and, and the way and you're that, competing for that a national story champion. blew up that night. It was nuts. And then I plus, don't think I'll ever forget that. And then plus everything that followed. Yeah, you yep. know, with the accent and just yeah. all accent, that stuff. Like it, the the two the two minutes or three minutes to address the team. Yeah, like yeah. And have you guys? I, I don't want to go on a tangent here, but have you heard the story about? <laughs> He was in a recruit's house when this yeah. news broke. Yeah. And the the dad had made ribs and they got an interview with him afterwards and he goes, "Well shit, I would have liked if uh he wasn't here to eat all my ribs and tell me my son's going to be playing for him and then go coach LSU 10 minutes later." So, yeah. yeah. No, it, it, it's it's, bad. it's just bad, crazy, bad, man. Bad all the way around. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right, looks like Brian Kelly is going to take home the biggest surprise. I'm going to give him one of these. Yes. <laughs> Pound it. I appreciate that one. All right, uh, let's see. The next one that I have on here is the best atmosphere of the 2021 season. And here are the nominees. Penn State and Auburn. That game was played at uh, Beaver Stadium. Florida State Notre Dame, which was played uh, oh, at God. Florida State. That was yeah. annoying. 
I have the Ohio State-Michigan game. The Oregon-Utah game, which was played in Utah when uh, Oregon won the first matchup, 38-3, to I think is what that final score Utah was. Utah won. Utah. And then I have the Bama-A&M game in which A&M won on a last-second field goal. And I'm, I'm going to throw in the Penn State and Ohio State game as well when Ohio State came out and they're all reds. Let, let me leave this one off. To me, it's not even close. Ohio State, Michigan, not even phenomenal. Close. I gotta be a homer on that one. I'm yeah. sure you're going the same route. Yeah, I, I, I thought. Look, look, um, a night atmosphere in Penn State is always going to be crazy. Yeah. it's always going to be fun to watch. But the, everything about that Ohio State, Michigan atmosphere it was was, perfect. was special. Yeah, it was something else. It was something that not only uh, was great to watch, but kind of almost felt like it was needed a little bit. Yeah. Too. So, it scared me, and I wasn't even there. It's just watching. Yeah, it was. I couldn't imagine being s- a player walking down that tunnel into that. Yeah, what a moment that had to be. Yeah. What, what, no matter what side you're on, yeah. I think that's a moment that stays with you forever. Yeah. And then the uh, just the scene afterwards, uh, you know, you, you, you can probably – relate to the 2016 game when 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 you guys won and that game mm-hmm. was two versus three and ohio state stormed the field and mm-hmm. uh, you know the 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 field was you know it, it was a party for yeah. how long afterwards on on the on the on the gridiron there so yeah and when you throw in the snow and then and the, the, snow, the, the north atmosphere it. like is is it's something special there. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, Michigan's going to go ahead and uh, take home the best atmosphere uh, of the 2021 season. All right. <laughs> I love the way it just abruptly ends. <laughs> That's what I was laughing at. Okay. So, the next happy is going to be for the best finish. Okay. So... The nominees that I have for this one are Texas A&M game-winning field goal to defeat number one Bama. The Bryce Young game-winning pass to Mechie to win the Iron Bowl in overtime. And then I have the Oklahoma game-winning touchdown run to beat Texas in overtime. A lot of people forget about that uh, Texas-Oklahoma game earlier this year, which was a phenomenal game. Um, My pick is going to be... Not the pass to Mechie, but the drive to get them uh, tied up to go to overtime by Bryce, Bryce Young. Best finish. Okay. So, same that game. That's that, what I'm saying. You're that basically game. picking that, that game. game. Yeah. Yep. So, you kind of took the words right out of my mouth. That, that Bryce Young last drive, to me, there's – Man, Auburn should have won that. They should have. But, but that, that final drive was – Insane. Yeah, so I'm yeah. going that one as well. Yeah, uh, I. Part of me wants to take the A and M finish because it was. I just don't remember seeing it. Man, same. It, <laughs> so, um, I mean, it, I remember the other two, but I was like, yeah, this game was crazy. A uh, and M had like a 15 point lead. A and M should have never beat Bama. And then they, yeah, well, and nuts. then they blew the lead. Yeah. Then they go down. And then they take the lead, and then they tie it up, and somehow get the ball back. You know what? It, it, actually, if I can change mine, yeah, and and throw in a nominee here, 
Sure. I, I, I still think Bryce Young, like, that's phenomenal. But yeah, I think the ending to the Illinois-Penn State game oh, really, shit. really sticks out in oh, my yeah. mind. That takes it. I thought about it. I that's, thought that's about a, it. You talk yeah, about nine overtimes. That was amazing man. to watch. I, that's that gets my vote because I didn't really think about it until now. So okay, I'm glad you said that because I forgot about that too. So yeah. are you shifting? Yeah, I I'm going to the Penn State so Illinois game that for was, sure. That, that was, was amazing. So much fun to watch, man. Okay, I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna stick with my A and M ending. I thought that okay. that game was exciting, very yeah. fun to watch the way it ended. Uh, Kyle Kyle Field is a crazy place to watch a football game. They have no, great they have great fans. <laughs> they, have, they have great fans, and the way that they beat Bama was was special. Um, but due to the voting, it sounds like Illinois is going to be our winner here in their the Illini. nine overtime win over Penn State. Oh, just kidding. kidding. I was going to say, give, it, give him a round of applause. All right. How about this Brett Bielema led Illini? So, uh, the next one that I have here is the biggest letdown of the 2021 season. She's all right. Get, your, get yourself in there, Lou. <laughs> she has that. She gets. Look, know. she makes her presence known on this podcast. <laughs> She likes to have a little attention. You need to put her in the logo. So um, I agree. This is what I have for the biggest letdown nominees of the 2021 season. And feel free to throw it in there if I missed one. So the first is Florida State. Hold on. What is this? The biggest letdowns. Okay. The first I have is Florida State. The second that I have is the Texas Longhorns, specifically their first year was Steve Sarkeesian. And the third that I have is Indiana. They came into the season, I believe, ranked number 10. Tw- some, yeah, yeah. Was, I it, think. Something like 10 or 11. And they go on to win, I think, two games for the whole year. Yeah, so. they're, they're pretty good. So, so if there's anything I missed, Penix feel free is to throw in the portal, in. too. Huh? Penix is oh, still is eligible to play? Yeah. Um. Here's another one. Man, these are like just coming to me. I know we were talking no, about it in the group fine. text. Yeah. This is where I'm going to throw in Clemson. Yeah, so the only reason I didn't throw Clemson yeah. in is because I, I put them in in the biggest surprise. Like their let their struggle was a surprise, but I mean they you could put them in as, as let down. I, they were nine and three. But, well, yeah, that's true. I, I, I was really close to saying Indiana, but... To have the recruits, the coach, the system, the team, all that that Clemson has, to me, that's that was the most surprising letdown of the year. Okay. So. All right. Clemson? Texas. Texas. Uh, I'm also going to go Texas. Yeah. Um, I thought they were something different this year when they started off, man. Yeah, I did too. The, the only reason I didn't go Texas was because it's his first year. I'm giving him yeah. the benefit of the doubt. Okay. Yeah. Compared to Dabo, who's been there, done that. It like, was down. You, to, how, how do you let that happen? That is true. I mean, it was down to Texas and Indiana for me, and uh, I, think I just when, think when I just think of like Indiana's just kind of irrelevant. Right. They they right. had a special season. Yeah. And they don't have the talent to to no. do that regularly. So. Yep. So uh, the next one that I have here, guys, is the best moment. Of the of the season, okay, and 
this is going to be these four nominees are Cincinnati makes the playoff, Oklahoma State wins Bedlam, Michigan State ends the drought versus Ohio State, and the player Michigan, Notre, you the, mean? Oh, I'm sorry, did I say Michigan State. Yeah. Sorry. And the uh, the Notre Dame players' reaction to Freeman hiring. <laughs> I'll go first. Um, you see, they made history. Yeah. There, I mean, no group of five team has ever even sniffed the top six, let alone make the college football playoffs. Yeah. So Luke Fickle was named coach of the year, deservingly so. And uh, I, I know you guys don't think they're that good. And, and they may not be elite, but to do what they did – that's not easy, and that's by far the most impressive for me. Look, I've I've probably hated on Cincinnati the most out of anybody this year, um, but you can't deny it. They're undefeated. Um, the only team in college football. Yeah, the right? only team. Oh, the yeah. only one. Yeah, with Georgia going down, huh? Yep. So it's got to be Cincinnati making it. Yep. I mean, I hope they get smoked, but still. Do you really? Yeah. Why? Just I, I'm just sick of hearing it. So you're I just don't root- think I just don't think they're good. They should have never. They should not be undefeated. Notre Dame should have beat them. I, I agree, but like sit- this should never have happened in the <laughs> first place. But like put them in there, let them get beat really bad, let and then be like, okay, like you had your shot. Smoked, yeah. But you're really gonna root for the SEC over Cincy? Yes. Wow. I know, I know. That's wild. I know. Uh, I'm, I'm going to be a homer here, and, and, and ending the drought <laughs> versus Ohio State was uh, yeah, fuck all the that. best moment for me. So that that's my vote. Cool. Um, and obviously, Cincinnati's going to go ahead and take this one home. So congratulations to Cincinnati for making the college football playoff as the best moment. Go win it, Cincy. Just go win it all. Of the 2021 season. How sick would that be? Uh, that, that would be cool. All right, guys. I want to be <laughs> insanity. I want to do two statistics. Statistical awards here. All right. The happy for the best offense. Okay. And mm. the nominees that I have are, o- are Ohio State, 551 yards per game, 45 points per game. O- uh, Alabama, 495 yards per game, 42 points per game. Sorry, I'm struggling here, guys. Virginia is at 516 yards per game and 34 points per game and then Ole Miss at 506 yards per game and 35 points per game basically 36 points per game I mean I don't think it's close Not, I'm not even trying to be a homer but I don't think it's I don't think it's close right yeah Ohio State yeah yeah so Ohio State's offense was incredibly impressive but if we're talking like being impressed by doing more with less, I'm gonna go with Ole Miss. Okay. Right. I, so is it is it the doing more with less award or the best offense award? It's the best offense award, but it's you know. Or are we doing most impressive offense or best? I, I I put best offense on there. Ole Miss was the most impressive to me. Okay. Ohio State's probably the best. I was just being a dick. That's fine. 
And, and I'm being a dick by sitting here saying I'm going Ole Miss. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, I like it. I like it. Uh, I'm 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 going Ohio State. I'm I'm going Ohio State. Uh, I I agree with you. What Ole Miss did was, it was impressive. Yeah. And actually, what Virginia did is yeah, really Virginia. impressive. Virginia was up there. You know what? That probably would have been different. Didn't uh, what's his name get banged up a little bit? Brennan Armstrong missed the Notre Dame game. I don't know what else he missed. Yeah. So that if, that could have probably changed things. Because they what they only scored three against you guys. Yeah, it was twenty eight three. Yeah. Yeah. So could have looked different, but uh, Ohio State Should've, is could've, Ohio State's going to take home the best offense. Congratulations, Ohio Deser- State. Deservingly so. Yeah. Me saying Ole Miss is not taking anything away from that I offense. Know. Yep. So just um, saying. And then the best defense. This is probably going to be uh, Georgia. Yeah, Georgia. Right? So Georgia comes in. They were the number two. And and total over the year number two in total yeah. defense. Uh, Oklahoma State was number three in total. Oh, trust wow. me, I know. Cincinnati was Cincinnati it. was seven. Michigan was thirteen. Bama was eight. You those know, were the nominees that I had. Kept hearing about Oklahoma State's defense. I didn't know they were three. Yeah, yeah, they are three, and they are also leading the nation in uh, tackles for loss. See, that's crazy. Yeah, in the Big Twelve, I know. Exactly. And I think that's why they had so much success. And that's another reason yeah. why I wish we were playing Michigan State. <laughs> well, just saying. Just go out there and I don't think you guys will. Do the damn thing, man. Yeah. I don't think no, you'll have no. a problem. I bet they're going to be on a really. They're going to be on a wall <laughs> after losing like that. We'll see, man. We'll see. Either well, way. Man. Guys, that's all I have for the happies. Yep. That was fun, I think dude. I'm dying. You're going to have to go get tested, bro. <laughs> I think I'm dying. We have this uh, sanitizer for your mic. Yeah. Oh, app- I haven't coughed onto the mic. It's apple scented. I haven't coughed on the mic. You need to wash this sweatshirt, though. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just start spraying your face. Uh, do you guys have anything else to chime in on that? Anything on the else, happies? Anything else you want more of? or More red carpet. More red carpet. Um, more velvet ropes okay um and and you know what i think each year we should try to add like a couple awards yeah that are not traditional yeah but like off the wall shit okay so like going well you talked about like best celebration and shit i did i did want some more off the wall stuff but i i really didn't give myself enough time to find it so Uh, us as a collective group we weren't prepared for that but you know, maybe next year we can do yeah, yep. something going forward. You know, that'd be something to give ourselves times to be ready to look out for. Yeah. Too. So as the season goes, we were like, okay, I'm going to do. We'll have to yeah. have a team meeting before the college football season next yeah. year. There you go. Yeah. Cool. All right. Cool. Do you have first any, annual happies? You don't have any stats, do you? No. Okay. So um, my stat was Justin Jefferson. That is. That is all the college football coverage. Um, then so we got to pick we the have, game. We have one pick them. Oh, that's right. We have one pick, and then em. we have a top three. Okay. Yes, I was. I wasn't going to miss that. All right. So, um, what's our uh, what's our pick them for this week, Nick? You already know. It's the game they hype up. Navy versus Army. <laughs> <laughs> There's, there's my exciting uh, awesome. let me Gus just, Johnson voice or let me some just make, shit like that. Let me just make this simple. Um, 
it doesn't matter to me if the if Navy has lost twenty straight games and and Army's won twenty straight games. I will never pick Army. Go Navy. Simplify. Is there a reason? I, I mean, I know Navy's affiliated with the Marines, mm-hmm. and I know the Marines a, is a is it, branch of the Navy, right? Yeah, or so not right. a branch, the, but what the, do you Marine, call it? the Marine Corps is a department of the Navy. Yeah. But it, it, it's just a rivalry that you guys have. Like Army sucks and Marines slash Navy, like. Well, yeah, the army does suck. Yeah, okay, uh, and that's why the, the Marine Corps is, I just is better than the explain. army, and okay. we're gonna shit down their fucking throats <laughs> on Saturday. Is that my job? <laughs> yes, <laughs> and I love every minute of it. You know what? Oh man, I'm right there with you, dude. Yeah, go midshipmen. Let's go Navy. Go Navy. Eat some babies. Are we all going Navy? <laughs> We're all going Navy? Yep. We're all going Navy. Hell yeah. <laughs> Kill them. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So that's our pick. One pick. One pick. It's singular. Yeah. It, you know what, boys? It's sad that this, the, the college football season. Dude, over. I can't believe it's over already. Yep. I can't believe we've been doing this. 17 yeah. episodes that we're about to have. Wow. And the college football regular season is over, and we're down to one pick. You know, te- but we'll have bowl games coming soon. Technically, we've only convened eight times, but there's yeah. 17 episodes. True, true. Yeah, but uh, well, because early on we were doing no, no, you're right. Yeah, you're right. yeah, because well, we were doing one big episode, one big one. Yeah, that's yeah. true. So, um, any thoughts on the Heisman coming? I, up? I think we. Yeah, we, let's. What are do the you want to do? Uh, do you want to pick a Heisman we, and then talk need, about it next week? We so, need to pick a Heisman. I heard on the radio, I thought the odds were negative 120 um, for Bryce Young, um, plus 350 for Kenny Pickett, and like plus 750 for Aiden Hutchinson is what I thought I heard. But somebody can double check me on that. Okay. So let's go ahead and do our Heisman picks. We have Bryce Young. Minus 3,000. Whoa. Aiden Hutchinson, plus 2,000. Kenny Pickett, plus 2,500. And CJ Stroud, plus 3,000. What's your pick? Um, I, I, Brycey. It's Bryce Young. Yeah, it's got to be. Across the board. Okay. Bryce Young. It's got to be. I want it to be Aiden Hutchinson, but... it. It's not going to happen. Unfortunately, it's a quarterback award. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So. So, um, okay. Well, let's go ahead and end our uh, college football hour like we do always, Nick. Top trace. With a top trace. Okay, a little top trace give action. Me, give me some top trace. So we are in December, and I uh, asked the guys, should I do Christmas thing theme all month? And I decided against it. With the college football season coming to an end, I want to know, what are your top three college football logos? Let's hear it. Oh, wow. Ooh. That's hard. And let's let's go ahead and exclude our, our teams. Okay. 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 Uh, Do you guys want me to go first? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I had a feeling. So... Number three, I'm going to go to the UC Bearcats. I think the yeah, C. Yeah, talked about this. I, I think the C with the claws 
the black and the the white and the red. I think it's it's pretty sweet. Yeah. Um. Number two, I'm gonna go the um. I know mine. Huh? You do? Go ahead. Then. No, no, Cause, no, no, because no, I'm I'm still kind of thinking. You go ahead. You go do ahead. Them. You do yours. You do yours. No, you do yours. No, you do yours. Uh, don't stop that again. <laughs> Number three. You guys know what that's from, right? Jungle Book? Yeah. Okay. Well, don't stop that again. The vultures. <laughs> um, number three, I'm going Arizona State. Mm. Yeah, the fork. Yeah, the fork. I like that. Okay. Um, number two, USC Trojans. Number one, Texas Longhorns. I like the Longhorns. All right. Yeah, good. I like, I like that. that. That's good. I like that. That's good. Longhorns are on mine. Are they? Yep. So, all right. I, I started mine off with the UC Bearcats. Number two, I'm with you. I'm going Texas Longhorns. Number one, I'm going the Colorado. What The Buffalo? The Buffalo. Buffalo. Yeah. I like the buffalo with the CU. Yeah. It's badass looking. Yeah, they so, got a good. Yeah, they got a good logo. It's it's to me. It's oh, it's a good looking. I just thought of another one. So, Shit. There's so many, man. So I, I but I, the Spartan at Michigan State is yeah. really sweet. I definitely have my number one and number two. Okay, let's hear. My it. number one is the Spartan. Yeah, I mean that's just that's badass, it, it man. Is, it is the Spartan. My number two is the Longhorn. Um, number three, uh, I, I, I don't have it yet. Um, did you have an honorable mention? Yeah. Can I throw my honorable mention out? Florida Gators. Oh, really? The Gators pretty cool. You don't like it? I like it. I, I have, I have my honorable mention. Yeah. Florida State and their spear. Yeah. It's fucking sweet, dude. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. That is cool. Yeah, man, I'm trying to think of some other ones. Um, so many good ones, man. Like even Eastern Carolina and the Pirates, the Pirate, like those yeah. are cool, dude. Dude, I don't. What do you guys think about a Nittany Lion? Eh, not a fan. <laughs> Me either. <laughs> uh, um. Man, it's a lot. There's so many to choose from, you know. Yeah, yeah. like I'm going through the Big Ten. Like I kind of like the Oklahoma State Cowboy. Yeah, and, yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Um. Fresno State, the Bulldog. I I honestly think the Oregon Ducks kind of cool. Yeah, bit. yeah, but they don't like. I wish it was on a helmet. <laughs> yeah. Um. As far as the worst goes, <laughs> Ralph is the sick. the the Stanford Cardinal, and their logo is a freaking pine tree. tree. Yeah, get the hell out of here, son. Yeah, that's a little weird. <laughs> that's the dumbest what thing about, I've ever uh, heard. The elephant at Bama. Not a fan. I mean, I it's, I'm a, not it's either. Okay. It doesn't make any I sense. Like it. I don't like it. 
Roll Tide. <laughs> Kelly's like, yeah, Roll Tide. <laughs> Dude, um, I don't know. You don't have a third? I don't. What about a blue devil? Not a fan. Or a tar heel. The ram's kind of solid, but I don't know. I don't know what a tar heel is. What is a tar heel? You're you're a uh, UNC fan. They got they had tar on the road. They stepped in it. I don't know. The, ra- the Rams pretty cool. The Clemson remember, Paul, honestly, maybe. The Clemson Paul is pretty. Clemson that, Paul. Okay, oh, yeah, yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll do the Clemson Paul. For I like okay. that. I like that one. Good pick. Yeah, I'll do that. Um, man, I feel like I had more like racked in my brain. Hawkeye, not a fan. Cool. Not a fan. I don't know. Um, I don't know. I should have been more prepared because I feel like I had like a long list of these, and now I can't think of anything. I, I, yeah, I like the boiler makers like nah son nah get the son. hell out of here um i'm trying to think of like oh maryland's kind of cool okay the terrapins yeah not yeah. not cool I mean, it's okay it's turtle dude turtles are kind of dope though <laughs> I, I mean i, would, I like dude, turtles. i like i like turtles, I like turtles. <laughs> um like the syracuse orange like the fuck? Do they even have a logo? It's, just it's, an, it's an orange. It's an actual orange? It's an actual orange. Really? No. Yeah. It was just the S. Well, I mean, their mascot, though, is an orange. Oh, yeah, you're right. It is. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Well. Cool. We're, we're going with logo, though, not, not right. The mascot, right? Right, right, right. So, I, I'm sticking, I mean, obviously, with my, my three. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> there so, it yeah, is. Kids. There we go. Okay. 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 Well, I'm gonna go home and uh, <laughs> look up logos. Probably drink some soup. Or God, this guy's unwell. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Question. Yeah. Do you drink soup or do you eat soup? Eat. Unless it's just broth. No, you eat soup. I. I'm putting you on the spot here. Know. If I have one of those Sick like, man. Uh, ready, if I have one of those ready ones, I guess you you're still it. eating it. I think you drink tomato soup. <clears throat> no, you eat tomato soup, but you you ain't chewing it. It doesn't matter. But not if you put crackers in it. Okay. You said you said you're a cracker. Yeah, guy. yeah, I, yeah. I you if, <laughs> if solids are involved, then you're eating it. Mm-hmm. I'll agree. To me. You're eating it. Eat it. Okay. Eat it. Well, Eat those babies. <laughs> I'm going to go home and die. Uh, uh, that's going to do it for the 16th episode of the Happy Hour Podcast. Somebody else take this away from me, please. All and, right. And close it out. Go ahead and follow us on Twitter <laughs> at Happy Hour Pod One. And what is that Instagram? Hit saying? us up on IG at the Happy Hour Potty. P O D D Y. D D Y. Original. Okay, well, we appreciate y'all, and uh, love you, Mama. That's it. <laughs>